Welcome back to Cole America. I'm your host, Chris Coleman, back here today. I'm going to start out with what you all actually tuned in and want to hear about. T-Town Dart League. I know. I know it's the talk of the sports world right now. Probably the biggest thing going on. Um, you know, the semifinal matches, third Dart Magic, our team, my team that I play on. We went down to Wheelhouse, and uh, we were able to get the win. The uh, Robert and David, George, Will, Brad, they uh, they didn't throw bad. They didn't throw bad at all. I mean, you know, Robert, he's, he's great. Their team's great. Um, we started out, we were up 2-0. Uh, they got the next two, tied it up 2-2. We split the next two. It was 3-3, and then we took off. Uh, we swept the back page, went in both singles, 0-1s, and uh, – both the uh, doubles games, and so we were up 7-3 at the end of the first page. Ended up winning 11-6, so, you know, it was, it was a good win. Uh, road Warriors, baby, you know, had to, had to go on the road for that one. Never easy thing to do in this league, especially going down to the carnival. Uh, it's, a, it's a tough place to play. But uh, we, uh, you know, so we win, and for the seventh time in the last nine seasons – Third Dark Magic will be in the finals. You know, uh, a friend of mine, Shane Cook, who doesn't listen to the show but has been on it many a times, uh, actually asked, he goes, uh, he goes, is that a dynasty? And I said, I answered, I said, do you consider the Buffalo Bills a dynasty? Because we're yet to bring home that first place trophy in A-League. So, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Need that, need that ring. Need that ring. Need that top one. We will not be playing this Tuesday uh, due to scheduling stuff. Uh, we have talked to the other team and we pushed it back until the next Tuesday. In that other semifinal, the four-time defending champion, Dartman Cometh, went into Hoppers, and it was, they gave them all they wanted. Uh, Hoppers, the one seed this year. Uh, Great team, great players with Eddie and Steven and Drew Rhodes and Wes and Troutman. And uh, they went in there, and it was, you know, six, six, five, five, six, six. And then uh, Hoppers got a couple of them and went up eight, six. And then from there, they ended up, uh, they ended up winning 11 to eight. Now, I should say we all know. Meet and Hollis, they left Dartman to play with the Dart women this season. It was a business move, business decision. But they did that, and then you had uh, and then you had the um, other side of it. Uh, Danny Shanahan no longer with them. So the Dartman's team, Tyler and West. Tyler's been was the only one that's been there for all four championships. Uh, he was last man standing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Seth had been there for three, and Seth's a perennial all-star, one of the best players in the league. I think one of the most underrated players in the league. I mean, if you always, because Seth isn't going out there trying to throw quality marks and trying to make all-star teams. Seth's out there to win games. And yeah, great player, great teammate to have. But uh, then they added uh, Evans, the owner of Hopper and Rabbit Holes, a very good thrower, a uh, good player. They added him, and they added uh, – and they added Shane this year. And so, they were a solid team. They gave them all they wanted. They got to the semis. And now it'll be the one seed against the three seed in the finals. 
Scotty Mack, Keon Daniel Conifar, myself, and Michael Navarro will go over to Hoppers on the 15th and, and see if we can't bring one home. Now, in the singles league, in the singles league, this is a really interesting one because uh, looking at the matchups here is, you know, the top four from the east and the top four from the west uh, get in. And then the way I did the bracket was, you know, one from the east versus four from the west and vice versa on the, you know, one, four, one, four, two, three, two, three. Keon, he, uh, he beat Paul. He was the one seed out of our division. Uh, he beat Paul five to two. It is a best of nine in the uh, first round. And he beat Paul five to two. Wayne faced Tui in an epic matchup with great players. And Wayne was able to win five to two. Drew Rhodes played Bill Lloyd. Drew won the first three matches, was up 3-0. But Bill's a, Bill's a competitor, man. And he, uh, he can't let up on him. Bill comes back and gets the next three. They're tied 3-3. Three to three. They went to game number the uh, the uh, game number thirteen. Sorry, where uh, they were tied four to four. Drew ended up winning five. To, I mean, I'm sorry. Bill ended up beating Drew five to four. Bill advances. Robert played George. These are two that are teammates. They uh, were on the same team down at Wheelhouse uh, with Dead Monkeys, the team we just. Played in the semifinals, and uh, Robert beat George 5-0. Robert is still undefeated in the league, and when I say undefeated in the league, go back to your last season, first season that we did uh, singles dart league, and he swept it. He did not lose a match at any point, uh, including winning it all. He beat Drew Rhodes in the finals. Now, Robert has gone through this season and has still not lost a match. Robert gets Bill Lloyd in the semifinals. They played earlier this year, but regular season games, you know, it's not the playoffs. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Keon will take on Wayne and the other one. In the, I call that one the nice guy match. Uh, these are two of the nicest guys in the league. Uh, neither of them like to lose, though. And they can, it's easy to be so nice because they win all the time. But, mm, mm. Now that'll be uh that'll be a lot of fun. This, this is a very good final four. Uh, now in the final in the semifinals, it's a best of eleven, and so I think that's uh that's pretty cool. That now you you gotta you gotta put some more games into it. The finals are a best of thirteen, so yeah, you know, race to seven wins I guess. In the semifinals, race to six wins. So we'll see how all that plays out. But and those games won't be played till next week. I do want to thank them. Um, and you know they came in and Wayne and Tui played here on Tuesday night as both their teams were already eliminated from the team league, and they played here at Unique. And then uh, uh, Keon and and Paul played here yesterday afternoon. Robert and George came in and played last night at six. Bill and Drew played over at Hoppers. Uh, I'll tell you. Uh, Wayne and Tui, I, I got each of them a drink, and I was like, hey, just you know, thank y'all for – singles league, you can play it anywhere. The two players, they get together. This is the beauty of singles league. If you're thinking about signing up for next season, when you have your weekly matchup and then in, even through the playoffs, everything, 
You don't have a bar you play out of. It's not home and aways. You literally, you see who you're scheduled against. And you talk to that person, <clears throat> which I have everybody's phone number. So if you need it, you text me, you get it. And you go, hey, when are you available? When can you play? All right. Then, all right, where do you want to play? What time? And you schedule it. And you meet up with them and you play it. And that's it. That's it. Play, play seven games of 501 at a time you designate. So <clears throat> that's uh, the being able to be fluid with it. It's not a particular day of the week. You know, it's not like Dart League that's on Tuesday nights at 7 o'clock, the team league. 7 o'clock Tuesday night every week. And... Mm, So I think it's uh it's interesting to do that. But anyway, the uh like I think it's it's awesome for people that you got a lot of them. Uh, I was actually talking to Troutman the other day and he was telling me next season he's uh he wants to get back into the singles league. He's probably going to be an alternate in the team league because he's got kids and they're at the age now where they're playing, you know, basketball and baseball and everything and he you know so he can figure out every week a time to be there and play them. You know, you can find an hour, you know, in the week to do it. And like for me, you know, it's it's I usually text whoever I have the next week and normally around Friday or Saturday and go, Hey, I make my schedule. <laughs> if you let me know by Sunday afternoon, then I'm available. You know, I can make myself available every day because I make my schedule. And you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. But, yeah, we, uh, we actually, uh, I like that. I appreciated that Wayne and Tui came in here and played at Unique. And then Keon and Paul played here. Robert and George played here. I told Robert and George, I was like, you know, I bought everybody else a drink. You know, one drink for coming in and playing. I was like, I'll get y'all's whole tab. Because Robert and George drink water and Pepsi. <laughs> so I was like, I got the whole tab on that one. Now, I know some of y'all uh, might not care about T-Town Dart League. Uh, you need to. It's awesome. There are some other things in the sports world that have gone on, so I guess maybe we should talk about some of those. Tom Brady retired. He was great. He beat everybody. We all know it. Goodbye. Maybe maybe he can go be the head coach of Michigan because what a move. What a move by Jim Harbaugh on signing day. I know nobody really pays attention to Michigan on signing day because it's Alabama, it's A&M, it's Georgia. You, know, you got to keep an eye on Clemson and Texas, Ohio State. He wasn't in Ann Arbor. He wasn't at some big recruit's house trying to sway him. He was in Minnesota interviewing for the Minnesota Vikings job. Mm. It has not officially been announced if he's hired. I think that he will leave. I think he goes to the NFL. And I said this a few weeks ago to some people because he let his defensive coordinator, if you remember when he got to Michigan, he hired his brother's defensive coordinator off the Ravens and got him. Well, if you didn't see it, the Ravens let their defensive coordinator go. He let his, he let Jim let his defensive coordinator leave Michigan, go back to play, uh, his brother John with Baltimore to have his defensive coordinator back. And that right there, I was like, yep. You're not going to give him up unless you're about to be gone. But I get it. You realize this is the best you can do with Michigan. This past season is the best you're going to do. 
you don't have the Jimmys and Joes to win a national title. You got in the playoffs, and you just got ransacked by Georgia. And you knew, hey, I can't do it. I can't, we cannot. This is not. No, I got to go back to the NFL where we draft, where we don't recruit. Big difference. So, in the uh, speaking of the NFL, I don't know if y'all heard, but uh, the NFC and AFC championship games took place, and you know the Rams, they they ended TB12, they uh, took care of that, and then San Francisco, San Francisco gave them all they wanted. And that was a great game. Jimmy Garoppolo, not a great quarterback. But that defense and everything else around them, San Francisco, very, very good team. I don't say great team because Jimmy, Jimmy G. Uh, they have Robbie Gould, the greatest kicker in the history of the postseason. What? Coleman, what about Adam Vinatieri? Coleman, what about this guy? What about this guy? Robbie Gould has never missed the kick in the postseason. He is perfect. Perfect. What is it? 21, 21, 22, 22, whatever it is now. He was perfect with the Bears. He's perfect with San Fran. You're perfect, Robbie Gould. Gold, Gould, G-O-U-L-D. Anyway, he's gold. Mm. It's like the Austin Powers gold member. Yeah, gold. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, Matthew Stafford. I'm happy for Matthew Stafford. I am. I'm actually happy for Matthew Stafford. I, I think he's a true number one overall pick. He's been a – you haven't ever heard him whining and complaining. Yeah, everybody talks about, oh, he spent 12, 13 years in Detroit losing, yada, yada, yada. And never once did I see an article of him demanding a trade, of him wanting out, of him calling out their terrible, terrible, terrible front office and going, you got to get me weapons. You got to get me this. You got to get me this. He never showed up, played his games, dealt with it, did what needed to be done. Now he's gone over there. He's over in uh in LA, out in La La Land, and he's going to the Super Bowl. And they're hosting the Super Bowl. Which is fun because last year, Tampa Bay Bucks were hosting the Super Bowl and they were the first team ever to make it to the Super Bowl when they were hosting. And now it's happened in back to back years. And that's crazy. That's crazy. LA's hosting it. L.A. went all in for it. They, you know, trade for Beckham. They trade uh, when they got Jalen Ramsey. I guess they kind of started it, but then they, they trade for Odell Beckham during the season. They trade for Von Miller during the season. They're like, no, 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 we got the team. We got Stafford. We, uh, we got the guys. We got Ashawn Robinson on that D line. Oh, and that uh, Donald guy, whoever that is, I don't know. Mm. We got Terrell Lewis. Anyway, and they're going. And it's like, all right, well, who are they going to play from the other side? The Cincinnati Bengals. Kansas City pulled an all-time choke job. <laughs> You're up 21-3. to And then they, they got out of rhythm. They let off the gas. They got out of rhythm. They couldn't get it back. 13 seconds. Two weeks ago, we were talking about 13 seconds. They drove down. And what a job by Patrick Mahomes in 13 seconds. To win that game, 13 seconds. He he put together a game-winning drive in less time than Dax Prescott win. One draw play up the middle, it took 14 seconds. 13 seconds. 13 seconds into overtime, Patrick Mahomes threw the interception. They cost them the 
the AFC Championship game. Oh, what a difference a week makes and 13 seconds makes, huh? Wow, that was... Isn't it ironic? But the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, they are going to the Super Bowl. They are going to the Super Bowl. I did not believe this would happen. I do not believe they're the best team. This is the team the Chicago Bears beat. Oh, yeah, and the New York Jets. Yeah, but the Chicago Bears. Come on. Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow has a chance to join some elite company. Now, I'm going to tell you this stat, and I'm going to give you a moment to try and guess it. There are two men in the history of football that won a national title in college and won a Super Bowl. Can you guess them? I will wait. I'm going to have some delicious Dr. Pepper when you're thinking about it. Oh, 23 flavors of deliciousness right there. Two men in college won a, won a national title. In the NFL, won a Super Bowl. Mm. Russell, I see you calling me, buddy. I'm in the middle of the podcast right now. I'm letting you get answer a trivia question, Russell. I'm letting you answer a trivia question. Sorry, I can't answer it right now. All right, time is up. Joe Montana, Notre Dame, and of course, like four with uh, San Francisco. And the other one, did you get this one? Did you get this one? Because I asked this one in the bar, in Unique. I asked this one the other day, and you know what? People didn't get it. People did not get this. I, this bar is on the strip in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. On the strip in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Joe Willie Namath. Come on. Roll Tide. New York Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Come on. Those are the only two men that have ever done it. Joe Burrow could join that company. But Joe Burrow, and yeah, what a, what a coincidence there. Joe, Joe, Joe. Hey, you got a kid, you want him to be a quarterback, want him to be great. Maybe name him Joe. I don't know. Give it a shot. He can't the odds say. But anyway, he can actually not only tie them, I think he eclipses them if he wins it. Why? Because he would be the only man ever to win a national title in college. <laughs> to win the Super Bowl and to have a Heisman Trophy. Neither of them won the Heisman. Mm. <laughs> They've been underdogs the whole way. I've doubted them the whole way. I thought Tennessee should have killed them. I said their old line wasn't good. Tennessee sacked him nine times. But Ryan Tannehill decided to throw three picks. Just terrible picks. on That first one especially. But I thought Tennessee should have been there. And then, okay, Patrick Mahomes, them, you saw what they did with Buffalo. All right, you know what I did like about Cincinnati's game, though, against Kansas City? They didn't win the toss. They didn't win the coin toss. Kansas City did. Everybody went, oh, here we go again. Because all you heard was everybody cry about, you know, this game shouldn't be decided on a coin toss. As if Buffalo didn't have statistically the best defensive football. And they're the ones that let... Mahomes and Kelsey and, and Tyreek Hill marched down the field. And you know what the Cincinnati Bengals defense did? 
They held them into a bad down and distance because they played defense, and then they got an interception, and the defense that did not win the coin toss basically won that game for them. Now, they had to drive down and get field goal range. And then, of course, my man McPherson from Fort Payne, Alabama, by way of the University of Florida, fifth-round draft pick. Why are they drafting a kicker in the fifth round? This doesn't make any sense. Y'all remember Mel Kuyper? Y'all remember all the guys, all the talking heads on ESPN? Why would you take a kicker right here? You can get a kicker in free agency. You don't have to go out in the fifth round of the draft and waste a draft pick. And I love that when he kicked the game winner two weeks ago, the Bengals immediately tweeted out, that is why you draft a kicker. Kickers win games, buddy. Mm. But anyway, so you got the Rams and Bengals. How can you not take the Rams? The Rams are minus four and a half. How do you not take the Rams? Right? That D-line, Aaron Donald and them, he could, he could be the MVP of this game. As bad as Cincinnati's O-line has been, but there's something about this Bengals team. We finally found a team from Cincinnati that belongs in the playoffs. Isn't that awesome? Hey, hey, shout out to Bearcats. Anyway, I'll give you another fun one. Matthew Stafford, Georgia. And uh, Joe Burrow, LSU. Two quarterbacks from the SEC. This will be the second time in the history of the Super Bowls you've had two quarterbacks from the same conference going against each other in the Super Bowl. All right? They came out of college out of the same conference. Who was the last one? Do you all remember? Do you need a minute? I'm not going to give you as long as I did on the last one. This one should be out there quick. Because it was the worst case scenario for us Alabama fans. Scam Newton, Auburn, took on Peyton Manning in Tennessee. That's right. Auburn against Tennessee was the first time that you had two. Now, I actually had a guy post on Facebook and uh, with it and goes, where you at, Bama? He goes, I guess Super Bowls ain't your thing. So I commented back. Um, I was like, if you're just speaking of quarterbacks, we did have the MVP of Super Bowls 1, 2, and 3. Catch up. <laughs> I said, just saying. Bart Starr 1 and 2. Joe Willie, number 3. Just saying. Here about, man, that was before I was born. I don't, you know what else? I hate that argument. If we're going to talk sports, I hate when people say, well, that happened way back. That happened before I was born. Man, I wasn't even born yet. Yeah, the timeline of history, when you bring it up, doesn't start when you're born. You know what? I wasn't alive in 1776, but I happen to know a pretty big event that happened then. You see where I'm at there? Are you with me? I promise there's somebody out there that's Googling 1776 right now. I probably went to high school with them. Anyway, mm. <laughs> look it up. Look it up. It's a pretty big event. <laughs> oh, wow. Here we go. All right. I got somebody beating on my door. They're going to wait a minute. Um, 
I am gonna I am gonna tell you right now. I'm not making my pick for the Super Bowl. I'm gonna do a show next week. It's gonna have a lot of the uh, a lot of the things on there, but a lot of the uh, uh, the prop bets and my actual picks and everything. But right now, it's hard not to go with LA. But I know how much the American public are on them, and I don't want to do that. Uh, U.S. Soccer, real quick. I'm gonna hit on a couple of these. U.S. Soccer, they lose to Canada, but they turn around. They get the big three points off Honduras last night. That was huge. And so, hang on one second. They just, they're just going to keep doing this. I'm going to have to pause. But uh, sorry about that brief delay. I had to go answer the door. Uh, basically, you know, normally I would complain and be like, hey, man, why don't you call me? Quit beating on the door like a cop, you know? What are you doing? But. That was my man from Buffalo Rock bringing me a whole new bag in the box of Dr. Pepper. So I can't even be mad. I can't even be mad. I also have CO2 tanks and stuff, but whatever. Anyway, USA Soccer. Now, yeah, we went to Canada and lost. And you know what? That wasn't what upset me with that match. If you watch that match, we didn't look good. We didn't play great. You know, on the road in Canada. Uh, Canada's, you know, the top of the table right now. Um, I think they might have clinched getting in last night with their win last night, but I'd have to look at that. Um, they're getting into the 2022 Cup in coming up in December because they're having it in the fifth circle of hell that is Cutter, and it's too hot to have it during the summer. So, And they paid FIFA so much money to steal this cup that they can't change it. But um, <laughs> they had to change the dates of where it's been you know, every time, every four years since 1930, oh, let's switch it for them because they gave us, you know, truckfuls of cash. Anyway, um, the thing that bothered me about that game, and I have not, you have not heard me talk about vaccinations on here at all. You know why? Because I don't care. I don't. You ever talk about, you know, Kyrie maybe a little bit? Of how much money he was leaving on the table by not doing it. But that's his choice. It's his choice. Tim Way plays his ball in France. He has been vaccinated to the level where he is allowed to play in France. He is at the level where he is allowed to play in the U.S. But Canada refused to let him in the country because he did not meet their vaccination standards so the u.s went oh well we we don't have tim way for this game and he went to minnesota and waited on the team while we played and lost to canada and then when we played honduras oh he was there and did you see that the lovely one twos he was putting together through the middle and how what an impact he had on the game and the fact that nobody has brought this up you're not going to hear espn do it you're not going to hear them do it but nobody has brought this up because if, it's, if it was Christian Pulisic, oh, because that's a household name everybody knows. Y'all don't know Tim Way. Most people don't know Tim Way. You should. His dad, George Way, phenomenal player. Phenomenal player. And is currently right now president of a country. I can't remember which one. I'm going to look at this up while I'm talking. But, uh... His, his dad played with Juventus and a lot of them. He actually, Buffon, the, goal, the Italian goalkeeper, he played with George Way and was still around long enough to play with Tim Way. Um, but uh, <laughs> he, he got elected as, uh, as president 
of, uh, I think it's Liberia. Yeah, it's Liberia. He's president of Liberia. His mother, though, is American. By the way, he got uh, George Way got his got his education at DeVry University, and he's president of Liberia. Anyway, um, he's originally from Liberia and everything. Uh, but great player. His wife is American. Therefore, his son had the choice. Tim Way had the choice of playing for the USA or playing for Liberia. His dad is president of that country. And he went, nah, dog, I'm going to play with the U.S. It's a better opportunity. It's the bigger stage. You know, it's, you know, CONCACAF. You can get to the cup. Better get to the cup. Zach Crawford, you listening? It's on you. Better get there. Anyway. But his dad's president of a country. <laughs> and and Canada refused to let him in. And nobody has been talking about this. How's... I know Tom Brady retired. I know, I know, I know. We got other stories to cover. Winter Olympics going on. We got curling to watch. I get it. What? How, how are your vaccinations that he apparently has that he had to have for France and for the U.S. good enough? And Canada can just say, no... We're not letting you in. What? All right. If this were not, if this were not soccer in the U.S., if this was another sport, if you know Kevin Durant or somebody was not, I gotta, I gotta pause again. Anyway, <sighs> I, I can't believe that uh, it wasn't brought up. And it hasn't been talked about, but as much as vaccinations all have been talked about, that you know, a, a starter for the U.S. national team wasn't allowed in Canada. I don't know. Um, anyway, I bet if it was, I bet if it was in Europe, and if it was Cristiano Ronaldo, it'd be national news, worldwide news. Anyway, so but the U.S. did get the win against Honduras yesterday. Good three zero win. Sitting second in the table, uh, still got four matches, three or four matches to play, three matches to play with, uh, you know, sitting number two, four points ahead of fourth place. The top three are automatically in, um, and fourth place has to play that one-game playoff, you know, to try and get in. So, stay in that top three, you're good. USA, Canada, Mexico in good shape right now, so we'll see. Um... Hopefully they get in. I'm going to mention basketball. I'm going to mention basketball. The anomaly that is Alabama basketball. This is what happens when you have a young team that don't have a lot of senior leadership. I, I like to say that we play to the level of our opponent, but we have outplayed to the level of our opponent. That's how you beat Gonzaga. That's how you beat Baylor. That's how you beat Houston, all Final Four teams last year. That is also how you lose to Georgia, their only conference win. Um, yeah, you, you play down, you didn't just play down to their level, you play below their level. Um, well, <laughs> be worse than you are. Uh, the worse than the bad teams, better than the good teams. The Auburn, mm, mm, I ain't talking about that one. I want to be in a good mood today. I, I'm bartending today, uh, from two to seven. <laughs> so I'm not, not, I'm not going to get into that one. Oh man. Uh, look. They're big. They out-rebound us. That's true of a lot of teams. 
terribly officiated game. Mm, they should beat us. They should be better with on paper. But come on. Anyway. So that's that. That's where we're at right now. Um, <laughs> Bama gets Kentucky next, and that ain't going to be easy. That ain't going to be easy. But you don't know what you're going to get with this team. Who knows? So, anyway, starting to rain and storm a little bit out there, and I'm uh, about to get off here. We've got a uh, NHL going on in the next in the next week or two. You're gonna see me start touching more on that and more on college basketball. Did I hit an 18 on college basketball last night? Absolutely, I did. Absolutely, easy peasy. Didn't have to sweat a game. The last two or three, it was ha 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 ha. This is in the bag. They gave me Dayton plus four, and they won by like 28. Um, it's like this is easy. No sweats. Nice and easy. Hit them. Yeah, just just pick winners. It's easy. Uh, but we're gonna get into that and how we're picking and all that as we come up on uh on the next few podcasts as we get done with you know NFL comes to an end and some of that. We got Champs League coming up in February. Uh, I've got a lot going on. Dart League is coming to an end. You know, as I said, the finals will be on the fifteenth. Dart Prom will be February twenty second at the Red Shed. Um, we're going over there. And uh, it's going to be catered this year by the Houndstooth. This is a decision I made last year that I talked to some of the elder statesmen in the in the league, and they all agreed with. I think that if we have placed teams in the league that they do food, we should keep the money in the league and, and use them. You know, I know that when we played at Bear Trap years ago, we did that. We let them cater it uh, because Daniel and them were hosting it. And last year, Glory Bound did an excellent job. Uh, while it was at Nocturnal Tavern. This year, it'll be at Red Shed. Houndstooth uh, will be catering it. And then uh, uh, the next week, over at uh, Hoppers, will be the All-Star Game. The top eight are in. It's all set. And so uh, we'll have that. Well, the All-Star Game over at Hoppers, that's always a lot of fun. Uh, just Eight guys that put up the best stats this year, you know, and we'll, we'll go at it in a tournament. And a lot of it will come down to who's on that day. That's what a lot of this league is. Uh, I do know that Robert's the one seed, meets the two seed, and I'm the three seed. So <laughs> I was like, all right, I've been the six, seven, eight, nine, you know, the past few years. So at nine, there's not even nine in it, uh, there's eight. But I've been down, you know, six, seven, eight the past few years. And I uh, always had to see one of the big dogs early. But then you had last year, I mean, meat was like the five or six seed in it. Yeah, it's all based off the standings from the season. And uh, so I was happy I was able to move up. Had a lot of quality marks. Sorry if I had to hurt some of y'all's feelings when I was beating you down. But, you know, that is what it is to get used to it. That's what I do. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, Tanner Barnes absolutely waxed me this year. You know, he actually had a great season. He didn't make the top eight. But he's right outside of it. If you may can't be there, you got the the usual suspects of Stephen and Eddie Wayne's in there, uh, West Smith's in there. Yeah, it's like three guys from uh, Drew Rhodes in there. I think uh, that's like three or four guys from the Hopper team that want to play in the finals. Yeah, so yeah, Shirley Smiley or somebody will give us some great odds uh, for Third Dark Magic. Uh, we'll have to look into that uh, next week. Also, <laughs> I'll try and get some odds on these singles leagues and. Uh, and these uh, uh, team, the championship game, and see what we can put out there for people. But make some picks. I'm going to tell you, I'll take third dark magic. I will point out 
that Keon is the only one left in singles league from our division. Uh, Wayne kept calling their division the best division all season. And right now, you know what? There's four teams or four players left. Three of them are from theirs. Uh, Paul was the only one that, that lost in the first round from their division. Keon, the only one that won from Mars. So, eh, all right. We'll see. Uh, hopefully he can carry the flag for our division. He's like the Alabama right now. He's the only only good team in the conference. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They're more like the, uh, the, the Alabama and Georgia and LSU and what? Sitting over there like Ohio State or somebody all by yourself going, no, 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 we belong, we belong. But we'll see. Uh, I was very disappointed in myself. I'd like to apologize to my fans for missing the singles playoffs. Early in the season, I started out really poor. Uh, I turned up at the end of the season, and I you know 5-2, 6-1, 6-1, 1 wins to try and get me back in it, and I missed by a couple of points. And I look back on a couple of the matches I played where I really didn't – I don't want to say I didn't give it my all, but I was beaten, uh, and I, I didn't feel like I should have been. Uh, nine out of ten times I can get it done, but I didn't on those days, and it cost me. Uh, unfortunately, the commissioner has too much uh, – mm, I don't know if, the, the right, if that's the right word. The commissioner was not willing to cheat for me. How about that? Uh, he's a good guy. Love that guy. He's doing a great job. It's me. I'm kidding. Uh, anyway, but uh, it's going to be uh, – I'm going to get into some of that and see if we can't get some odds out there. Uh, we really want to get into NHL and start talking about some of that because this has been fascinating. Uh, college basketball, I will tell you, it's a quick Google search of teams that are great against the spread and bad against the spread. And when you see uh, – if you just look at those and then you look at the lines – and you see a team that has been terrible against the spread and they're favored, especially at home, Vegas knows. Right. it. Anyway, guys, I got to get to work. I got a beer order sitting here. I got a Pepsi order sitting here beside me. I got to get it put up. We got to get it set up. 2 p.m. every day, Monday through Friday, Unique is open. Sometimes I'm behind the bars. Sometimes I'm sitting at the bars. Sometimes I'm in the office doing work, but I'm always here. Come by and see me. We open on uh, by noon on Saturday and Sunday. And uh, you're here till 2 a.m. every night except for Friday. We're uh, 3 a.m. Sunday, obviously, is like 10.30 p.m. That's my short day. I only work like a 12-hour day on that one. But got a good bit to do. Y'all swing by and see us. We're starting to starting to get some good crowds. Uh, it's been, been a good-looking good, good looking crowd. Last night, it's some martini specials. Uh, a lot of the ladies loving them. If you haven't had that chocolate martini, uh, uh, it's delicious. Uh, it's the Hershey's, man. It's the Hershey's and the Godiva. Uh, but anyway, um, the vodka don't even matter. You can go well with it. It don't matter. You ain't got to go Tito's or Absolute Goose and that. No, no, no. Don't even matter. It's delicious. Anyway, swing by. See us. We always have Jeopardy on at 3 o'clock. You know, and uh, always sports on TV. Plenty of TVs to go around. We've got some darts. We've got some remodel that's about to happen here at the end of the month. Uh, going to be changing a few things around. Um, not going to be closed any days for it. Be working overnight, getting it done. But uh, it's going to make it an even better already. What I consider, I love playing darts in here. It's one of the best places to play darts. And in my opinion, my humble opinion. And uh, I think we're going to make it even better. But... 
that's just uh that's just me i hope we do anyway but uh it's like swing by see me holler at me that is my time as always i leave you with this shoot to score and i want to explain this while i'm saying it when you shoot you take a shot don't hope it goes in. You expect it to go in. Shoot to score. When you shoot, you expect that ball to, to go in. Shoot to score. Play to win. It doesn't matter if you're in the Super Bowl, if you're in T-Town Dart League, or some low-level Tiddly Winks game playing checkers over here. We got checker table. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, we got checkers. Yeah, it don't matter what you're playing. You play to win. Everything that you do, you play a game, play to win. And most importantly... And this one needs no explanation. When you get married, make for damn sure that you are the ugly one. I'm Chris Coleman. Thanks for listening.